What's going on, guys? It's Mikey Berkowitz from Morals Aside, presented by Primetime Sports Talk, along with Jacob Solkoff. Today, we'll talk about college football, the Khalil Mack trade, the Buffalo Bills being dumb, a Florida owner shooting into a customer's house, and our segment, Kill Mary Kiss. Remember to tune in every Tuesday and Friday to catch a new episode. Now let's get the show underway. You are now tuning in to Morals Aside, presented by Primetime Sports Talk, with your hosts, Jacob Solkoff. That song requires absolutely no talent to sing. I don't care if it's about the music video and not the song. Your music video should not be nominated if you yourself are not that good of a... Like, I could sing that song, and and they could auto-tune my voice just like they can auto-tune her voice. And Mikey Berkowitz. I personally think that he's the most talented, talented receiver in the NFL right now, and I think he's 100% worth all the money he's being paid. Morals aside, starts now. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Morals Aside. Mikey, let me tell you, Tallahassee, uh, exactly what I expected. Um, A good time, though. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's, everything that people say about it is true. (laughs) 100%. Um, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't get to see you too much, but, you know, it was fun. We did get to see each other a good amount, Um, but it was was fun. I enjoyed meeting everyone, all your roommates. I did not enjoy uh, the FSU game, but we'll get around to that. Uh, But first, let's make everybody aware of uh, some some changes to the show. Change is good. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. With the start of this uh, upcoming semester for school, we're going to be changing our uh, days that we release episodes. Um, so we're going to release this episode, which is uh, for Tuesday. We're going to be releasing it on Wednesday. We're going to release um, Friday's episode uh, as scheduled on the 7th. And after that, um, we will start doing episodes uh, on Tuesdays. We'll stay the same, but we're going to switch from Fridays to Saturdays. Right. Um, so on Tuesdays and Saturdays, we will be releasing uh, new episodes. For morals aside, Saturdays will be um, it won't be every Saturday, so it'll either be every Tuesday and Saturday, or, or it will be one long episode on Tuesdays. Right. Uh, so not much is really going to change at the end of the day. We're obviously really busy. We want to keep the show going because it's what we love. So hopefully you guys can bear with us and. You know, it's been a little inconsistent lately. We've been posting two a week, but the days have been weird. Um, so we fixed a solid schedule for you guys. So, Yeah, it'll definitely make things easier. Um, with that, let's just get in some uh, Today in History. We all know you all love it, so we got to keep it going. And you know how much <laughs> I love it. Mikey, it, this is we do it for you. I know, I know. You just do it to, um, you know, so I can learn something new. Yeah, of course. You know how, how joyous the feel of the segment today in history makes me. Of course. Well, let me teach you something new, Mikey. In 1923, the New York Yankees pitcher, Sad Sam Jones, no-hit the Philadelphia Athletics 2-0. Mm-hmm. In 1988, the Phoenix Cardinals played their first regular season NFL game. Oh, wow, great. And one more. Let me find you a good one. Uh, in 1986, uh, Hank Greenberg, who was a baseball player, passed away. Wow. I'm just absolutely uh, – I'm blown away by today in history. As always, I learned something, and it's, uh, it's it ceases to amaze me. 
you know, the facts that you've, that you've spewed upon me, uh, how important they will be to my life personally and emotionally. So thank you for that. Of course. Well, sticking with things that affect your life emotionally, yep. I know yesterday was a bit of a beat down. Uh, the FSU Virginia Tech game did not go as planned. Uh, I personally, not going to lie, I left at halftime. Uh, what did you think of the game? Okay. FSU sucks. And here, here's why. Uh, I ended up staying through the entire game because... Actually, I left at a very specific point, which was the boiling point. It was in the fourth quarter. We were down by 14, right? We were on our own three-yard line. Busted yep. a 92-yard run yeah. to the six-yard line. First and goal on the six. We run an inside zone for zero yards. Second and goal on the six. We run a bubble screen for a negative four yards. Third and goal on the 10, we run a wildcat run and fumble, and they get the ball. That is just the most disgusting play calling. That that kind of just shows you how how last night was as a whole. That's how it was the entire game, but that one span, like we got the momentum back with a 92-yard run because we were pinned against our own goal line the entire half, Um, and then we got that, and then Taggart, okay. Um, Here we go. (sighs) Oh, Taggart, I have so much to say about you. You're garbage, okay? Taggart, your play calling is just, like, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, I always roast the Panthers for their, you know, conservative play calling where they always run inside runs and, and bubble screens and that's about it. But because Cam Newton's good, like, they do throw more now than they did a couple years ago. Taggart's offense literally consists of shotgun inside zone runs, which is the second most inconsistent, like second most inefficient play like in history of football, and then bubble screens, which in my opinion is the worst play in football. Period. Bubble screens bubble don't screens work in the, the NFL. Worst. Bubble screens don't work, don't work in the they NFL, and they they don't work in college. Why would you run bubble screens if you're on the goal line? How do you not take a single shot? into the end zone, especially when Francois was playing pretty good the entire game besides the one pick he threw, which I don't think was a horrendous pick. Taggart's scheme is complete garbage. He's garbage. They're back to the drawing boards, and I would not be surprised if after this year he was fired. I wouldn't be either. Um, going into this game, look, I wanted FSU to win. You know, I was, in the, it was into the Seminole spirit. I had a great time this weekend. I was really rooting for them. However... I, at no point in in the past couple of weeks, thought FSU was going to win this game. I, I thought FSU was completely overrated as the 19 seed. I think Tech is a, a very good team and and probably will end up in, in, in the top, you know, I'd say between 15 and 25. Um, I think their ranking at 20 was solid. Of course, they moved up after beating FSU, but they shouldn't have even been ranked that high in the first place. Agreed. Um, so I agree. I think... I think they have an okay team, but Taggart's play calling was was atrocious yesterday. They had so many chances, Mikey. They had so many chances. Dude, you don't even have and, to and, tell. And, like, and they and they could not capitalize on any of them. They listen, missed a field goal. They missed a field goal. Yeah, too, like Ricky right Ricky shanked a field goal at the beginning. I was just about to say our special teams is absolutely horrendous. We missed a field goal. Ricky um, Aguayo was awful, just like his brother. Well, um, although Roberto was was a phenomenal college football kicker, one of the best in, in college football yeah, but history. Then to, but then he, he sucked. The NFL, Ricky is just is just terrible to begin with. And we had a punt block for a touchdown, which really turned the entire game around. Yep. Our defense, legitimately, 
I believe is a top 10 defense in college football. I think we're right up there with, you know, Clemson. I wouldn't say that we're at Bama's level, but I think we're kind of around there. Our defense played like, I think they play really well considering the, the constant field position that VT had always being on the 50 because we were pinned. Um, but our offense, our offensive play calling is atrocious. Taggart sucks. Um, will FSU be ranked by the end of the season? I don't think so. I don't think so either. And um, kind of just bouncing off of that, looking at the other side of things, I think Tech is a good team. And I think Tech is going to continue to show everyone that they are a good team. I, I don't think they're uh, – they're, right now they're ranked 12th. I don't think they'll be able to maintain that. But I think they are a good team. I honestly think Virginia Tech is overrated. I'm not saying this because I don't like, like you know, because they beat my team. Yeah. Um, I legitimately think that FSU's offense is just so bad that they made Virginia Tech special teams and defense look better than they actually are. Um, because I, I legitimately think this FSU is that bad, and they're making yeah. Virginia Tech look better than they are. Virginia Tech's offense really didn't impress me at all. Their play calling was pretty Division Two. Like, yeah. they didn't really go deep at all. It was mostly just, like, running and short passes. I saw their quarterback throw a lot of late throws that he could have, you know, definitely. Like, I don't think that their team is that good. Yeah. Um, all right, so, so, you know, it. we'll see how both of them end up doing throughout the rest of the year. Um, obviously, we now that we've spoken about FSU, we have to talk about the U, uh, the University of Miami. Mm-hmm. And we have to talk about kind of the state of Florida as a whole. Um, we are kind of running behind, so real quick, obviously, Miami lost to LSU. You called the upset. Um, I honestly think Miami was super overrated, and LSU was super underrated. I, I agree. I agree completely. Um, but who do you think the best football team in Florida is right now? First of all, let's just say that LSU, that was that was my call for an upset this week. I think it probably I was the easiest call. It, it was big, it was yeah. an upset. The, the, the fashion that they won was an upset fashion. They were not supposed to win by that much. It was supposed to be a close game. Who do I think the best team in Florida is? I think without a doubt it's UCF. I think without a doubt it's UCF. Mackenzie Milton is honestly a phenomenal quarterback. Their offense is like you can tell that they're a D1 offense. They're solid. They sling the ball around. Milton's great. Um, and their defense is honestly pretty good too. I mean, they were playing UConn and so it wasn't really a challenge, but I definitely think UCF is the best team in Florida. And I don't really think that you can argue against that right now. I'm going to argue against that. I think UCF is a fantastic team. Don't get me wrong. But I think that if you were to take the chop and add an M right in between the O and the P, You'd get chomp, and I think the Florida Gators are the best team in Florida right now. I think because of the teams they play, and I think they're going to lose a couple of games. That's ludicrous. And they might be ranked, they'll be ranked lower than UCF. But look at who they play. They play number 11 LSU. They play number 3 Georgia. They play 24 South Carolina, who will move up. And um, they'll probably, I don't know, I think they might end up playing, they might end up playing Bama or Georgia in the in the SEC championship. I think that if UCF played the Gators, UCF would win by thirty. I don't think so. I think Florida is a better team. It's just because their strength of schedule. Florida's UCF, offense is UCF, absolutely UCF, atrocious. UCF dude. does not play one ranked team this entire year. 
I know it's unfortunate, and I really wish that they did because I think that they're – I mean, they they proved themselves against Auburn last year because Auburn is a phenomenal football team. We should have probably talked about that game a little bit, but we're kind of running short. Yeah, we can talk about it. We um, have a lot to talk about college football. But I think UCF would blow – I think that UM is better than UF, and I think that FSU is as good as UF. Okay. um, Okay, so we're going to move on because we are already very far behind. But real quick – the new rankings, um, uh, just some things to note. Virginia Tech moved up to 12 from 20. Um, uh, Oklahoma moved up to 6. Notre Dame moved up to 8. LSU, obviously, I just said, uh, moved up to 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, Penn State dropped to 13. Um, Florida making an appearance at top 25 at 25. And right here, Boston College is ranked 28th. If at any point in this season, or any season... Boston College makes the top 25. I will never watch a college football game ever again. I think the fact that Boston College is ranked higher, is ranked at 28, is ridiculous. Like, you have played mm-hmm. one game. You've played UMass Amherst, who is arguably one of the worst teams in college football. Like, sure, you blew them out, but that's because they suck. Right. So you're not <laughs> ranked 28th right now. Mm-hmm. You are not going to be this good throughout the whole year. You're not even that good to begin with. You played a bad team, and you're being rewarded for it. That makes me so mad. No, Sorry, I agree I with you. To, I, I agree. had to do it. I agree. I understand. Um, let's just move right on. We'll kind of touch up on this. It's kind of old-ish news. Um, Khalil Mack traded from the Raiders to the Bears. What do you think about this trade in general? Like, who, who Rate it for the Bears and for the Raiders. Um, so not going to lie, I think Khalil Mack is an awesome player. I think everyone else does too. Um, like what, what do you think of him real quick? Um, I think he's a game changing defensive player. And I think that it was, I think it was, it was honestly kind of good for both of the teams. I don't really have a problem. Um, I think that the Bears maybe, I mean, he, he is overpaid in my opinion because, you're paying him, like, top quarterback money, you know? And to me, that's kind of ridiculous because your quarterbacks are more valuable than any player on defense. It's just a fact. And yeah. I, think that he's, I think that he's overpaid, but, I mean, the Bears want someone to build their defense around. He's that guy, so I yeah, understand so- it. Um, and I also understand it from the Raiders because they don't want to pay him that much money, and they got picks out of it, so it, yeah, it's a I win-win. Say, I think it's a great deal for both teams. Um, I think, you know, they got two first-round picks out of it. That's going to be – they're going to rake those picks in. Like, that's great for them. They could even trade those picks away. Right. And, and exactly. And get more picks. More yeah. Picks. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say this is a – I mean, obviously getting rid of Khalil Max not great. So I'm going to say it's like a – I'm going to say it's a B-plus for the Raiders. And I'm going to say it's a – I'm gonna say it's an A minus for the Bears because I really think this is what they needed to to kind okay. of. I think it's. I think they needed this. I think they so, needed. So you're gonna say that the Bears slightly got the the better the better end of this trade. In the future, obviously, the Raiders will have gotten the better end of this trade That's, unless they completely yeah, mess right. up with the draft picks. But I think the the Bears got what they wanted to get out of it a hundred percent. And I okay. Think so so did the Raiders, but all right. Uh, real quick, I'm going to go on ahead and give the Bears um, a B-minus on this. 
did they get Khalil Mack? Is he a phenomenal player? Probably besides Aaron Donald, you know, easily the best defense player in the NFL right now besides, you know, Jalen Ramsey. In his position, phenomenal player. Um, that is great, but they're paying a lot for him, and they gave up two first-round picks. I think that that's just a lot for for a defensive player like that in general, so I'll give them a B-. minus. Okay. I'm going to go on ahead and give the Raiders an A-. minus. They basically got max what they they basically got the max that they could for any player in the league in trading in like generally I mean two first round picks is a massive trade and they got rid of the problem that they didn't want to pay him so they basically cleared their hands of someone they thought was overpaid and got two first round picks so I think that they definitely got the better end of the, uh, better better end of this deal and this is the biggest contract for a defensive player in NFL history. Is this a trend we will continue to see get broken? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just because Khalil Mack is such is such a great player that he got such a good deal. But I don't. I think defensive players are not as valued as they should be most mm-hmm. of the time um, because they aren't those big names that right. you see, like you know Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. they don't they don't carry that kind of thing usually. Obviously, you have the Richard Shermans, you have the Cleo Max, right? But uh, yeah, I'm gonna just go on ahead and say that this trend, in my opinion, will continue to get broken. Every year, another player breaks another player's record uh, for you know contracts in general. Just I don't know if it's just because money like is inflated now, um, but you continue to see players get record-breaking contracts. So I would almost guarantee within the next two years that a defensive player will get a bigger contract than this. Okay. I think, yeah, I mean, um, we'll see. I, I think it could happen, but I think it's just because they're not, they're not, they don't have the big names. Right. No, okay, that's, that's fair. But, okay, let's move so into... So here is what yeah, I want me, to tell you about. Tell because me. I purposely did not tell you about this because... I wanted to get your live reaction. All right. So the Bills have made some some monster moves, man. They made some monster moves. Right, Move number on. one, which I think is just okay. So they promoted Nathan Peterman to starting quarterback, which is ridiculous. So how do you feel about that? I think it's ridiculous. Nathan Peterman is one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen in the entire league. Couldn't agree worse more. Than Tyrod. Worse than Tyrod. Obviously, uh, okay, don't, okay, thank you, I guess, but that shouldn't even have to be said. Um, yeah, it's stupid, it's stupid. I don't understand, he might be week one the worst starting NFL quarterback in history, in my opinion. I I, I think he might Um, and then here's just the Bills thing that I've just never seen before. It's almost something that the Jets would do. I don't know if we're quite at the Jets level, but it's close. So the Bills signed two punters um so they had two punters on their preseason roster they cut both of them what so they have no punters wait back up so who's gonna be punting for them i don't know so not only did they have two punters on their team they then cut both of them i'm very confused Why? why 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 that makes me big mad dude i'm i'm big big mad mad. right now the the fact i was like okay the bills have two the 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 bills have two punters all right i'm mad at that and then they cut both of them all right now i'm big mad all right that's not okay 
Uh, the Bills are stupid. It's hilarious to me. That's just one of the most ironic things I've ever seen. But enough about the Bills. Enough about football. Let's get into something else that is just absolutely ridiculous. Or maybe you think that it's, you know, that it's called for. Um, so you tell them the story because I don't know all the details about it. Yes. So this is from Barstool Sports. Um, the headline is a Florida restaurant owner fired shots into the home of a woman who gave his diner a bad review. And um, he was a four, he's 42 years old in Orlando and he was uh, drinking. Uh, oh, hold on. Uh, the Orange County Sheriff's officer said that uh, the the man that did the sh- the shooting was drinking beer with the restaurant owner's son, who was upset about the review. Um, I don't have the review, but he basically shot into this woman's house because she left a bad review. And as a Yelp elite, <laughs> I feel very unsafe right now. Yeah, you just you just you're not feeling so so comfortable. No, I'm not. So what do you think? Morals aside, Supreme Court, shooter v. bad reviewer, who who do you have? Okay, to me, obviously I'm going to say uh, that I side with the bad reviewer because I think that, you know, shooting shots into someone's house and leaving a bad review is absolutely ridiculous. But if the bad, if, if the bad reviewer didn't have any valid points... And was just doing it to be, you know, an ass. Then I don't know, man. They might deserve a couple bullets in the house. Now I don't. Yeah. I'm not saying they deserve to die, but no. if you're doing it just <laughs> to be, scare. if you're doing it just scare. to be a buffoon, I think you deserve a scare. <laughs> so I'm actually going to switch my decision. Oh, uh oh. How you know? Fourth quarter. I'm switching it. I'm siding with the shooter. <laughs> <laughs> So look, I'm gonna go ahead and say there's not enough evidence for me to pick the shooter or the. It's inconclusive. Reviewer. I'm kind of with because you. I haven't seen the review, and I don't know what what the review said. If there was a personal attack on my on my boy um, Norman, um, so I I don't know. I'm gonna say both of them probably have a very valid point. I'm sure the this man Norman is a very sensible, level-headed person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. But I'm sure. I'm sure evidence. he is, man. I, I I'm, do not have enough evidence. Yeah, I'd say that it's definitely inconclusive. Um, so we're actually kind of out of time right now. I don't uh, know let's if you real quick, real quick, do kill Mary kiss. Okay. Not no explanation. Kill Mary. Very little explanation. Do you want me to go first? You could go first. All right, real quick. My uh, my uh, kill is the Florida Atlantic University. They sent out a text um, to every single student at FAU saying uh, that they beat Oklahoma um, and that they should support um, they should support FAU athletics. Do you know what the score of the OU FAU game was? Sixty three to fourteen Oklahoma. <laughs> so they did not win. That's so true. Kill, killing FAU. I'm gonna go ahead and kiss the Houston Astros because um, I think it was Bregman hit a home run and um, then went into the ba- uh, the dugout and the entire team had like curling where they used their baseball bats as the as the brooms and they pretended to That's curl funny. in the dugout. So good job with that. And my um, Mary is gonna be uh, Clemson. Go Tigers. Because I am so looking forward to them playing Boston College, the so-called 28th team in the country. And 
absolutely demolishing them and putting them in their place. I have no personal vendettas against Boston College, nor anybody that goes there. However, mm-hmm. however, the Eagles suck, and Clemson will put them in their place. And so will Virginia Tech, who is playing them, and the University mm-hmm. of Miami. That's it. I'm done. What about you, okay. Mikey? Um, I'm going to switch mine up. I'm going to go with kill, kill, kill. Okay. Um, my first kill is Jacob Jaber. Just oh. don't, I just don't like the kid. Um, no no, <laughs> see, we always talk about being mean to someone for no reason. Like, I didn't have to do this. He hasn't done anything wrong to me, but I'm going to say he's my first How, kill. When's the last time you even spoke to him? Uh, over a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just going to throw that. That's my first kill. And then I'm going to devote my next two kills to the man, the myth, the legend, Taggart, with his terrible play calling. <laughs> FSU sucks. Taggart sucks. Taggart, I hope you get fired, and I hope your entire family gets syphilis. Thank you very or, much. Or you hope someone shoots shots into his house. Doesn't or him. I hope Doesn't he leaves him. a bad Yelp review <laughs> so that he his home gets you know fired upon. All right, so that's it. We had to do that kind of quickly because we are at 25 minutes already. Um, that That's all the time we've got for today, Mikey. But I'm going to end this with two words. Gonals. No matter what. Gonals, baby. Gonals, baby. All right, guys. It's make so- sure you mm. tune, tune in on to Friday's episode. It's going to be a hoot and a holler. And then don't forget that every week after that, we will be doing episodes on either Tuesdays and Saturdays or one long episode on Tuesdays. Follow Morals Aside on Facebook and Twitter at Morals Aside and leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, guys, go Noles. Thanks for tuning in to Morals Aside, presented by Primetime Sports Talk. Make sure to check out our website for new episodes released Tuesday and Friday. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud, and make sure to leave a review.